Hello and welcome to Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. We are your hosts, Vidas Pinkavichus and Oshamut Zeta Pinkavichin. We've been mastering secrets of organ playing for more than 20 years and sharing them on this blog since 2011. On this show, which we create from our home in Vilnius, Lithuania, we strive to help you grow in every area of organ playing, including practice, technique, repertoire, sight reading, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory, harmony, and many others. Our hope is to help you become a complete musician, or what we call as total organist, a program which we have created to help you reach your dreams faster than you would do on your own. If you are new here, we invite you to subscribe to receive free updates of this blog at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video on how to master any organ composition and 10-day organ playing mini course. And now let's go to the podcast for today. Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Usha. Let's start episode 521 of Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. This question was sent by Diana. And she writes, when I play an organ, I look too much at my hands. So sometimes I lose where I play. And it makes trouble when I need to play in mass or concert. Not only this week. Hmm. Interesting question. It's it's probably um, very common among beginners to look at their at the hands. Well, true, because you no, know, if you are beginner, beginner keyboard player as Diana is, then yes, you look at the hands a lot. But when if you are experienced keyboard player, but you start to learn to play organ, then you look at the pedal a lot. So these two problems are kind of similar. But I guess, you know, when she will reach certain level on playing you know, the keyboard, she will naturally stop looking at her hands. Because do you look at your hands a lot while playing keyboard? When I improvise, yes. <laughs> because where I suppose supposed to look, well, there is yes, no but, music. But we are talking if you have a musical score in front of you. Uh, I see. Uh, not so much, of course. No, I have to look at the score. <laughs> because I, know. I don't know what to play then. Sure. Um, do you think she needs some extra attention? Of, of looking at the score and not looking down at the fingers or it will just come naturally? I think it should come naturally. For example, I look at the keyboard only when we are playing duets. And you know why? Because you know when I'm playing solo, I sit in the middle of the keyboard. But when we are playing duets, I most often play the upper part, but sometimes I play you know, the lower part. And then you sort of have to change your body position and you sit either far right or far left of the keyboard. Yeah. And when the keyboard shifts is because of, you know, the position of your body. And it's sometimes a little bit hard to coordinate. You don't know. The distances, yes. You don't know which key you will hit. Sure. 
Which octave you will hit? Yes, because you are sort of decentralized. So that way, yes, I, I have sometimes to, to look at the keyboard. Because uh, we have such a laugh that, you know, for example, I start to play everything. <laughs> what is written, but let's see, I thought above or I thought below. And it's so funny sometimes. And we can transpose them. Very, yeah. very nice. I like transposition. Yes, so I guess, you know, it all comes with experience. Because you, it's often you no know, problem for young organists when we just start playing organ, that we watch at the pedal board a lot. And then we, you know, lose the text. And since Diana is, you know, is playing violin, I guess, you know, she's new at the keyboard. So that gives her a problem, but I think she will overcome it with time. Do you think um, um, giving herself this idea of really focusing on the score and not on the hands would help her concentrate more and uh, not to look down? Like... like um, actively looking at the score and not at the hands. Yes, I think it would help. Remembering not to look down, sort of. True. Or reminding herself not to look down. Mm, that's right, but you know, an another problem that some of uh, new musicians experience, I remember teaching many years back, I had 15 first graders to teach to play piano. Mm -hmm. 15? Yes, 15. Wow. I had like one one lesson with each of them every week. How, how many or minutes? Maybe, maybe maybe two you know two lessons, but but like half an hour with each you know each time. Wait a second. How half an hour, right? Yes. Each time. Maybe twenty minutes. 20 I'm minutes. not so sure right now. I think we had like one academic lesson switched into two halves, divided into two halves. Do you miss these days? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. But that's a good experience. You have to experience what's life. And, you know, I, I started to teach them on the 1st of September. And before Christmas that year, I had to make a concert with them. And everybody of them had to perform. In front of their parents. Yes, so it was really tough. And not only parents, but also director of the school. You mean principal? Principal, yes. Mm. So it was really tough. Uh, but 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 what I wanted to tell that some of those kids we really didn't want to read music mm -hmm. from the score. It was really probably for half of them the hardest thing to to read the score. And what we wanted, these kids, we wanted that I would show on the keyboard how, how it goes. And we would memorize from my hands what is happening. They would mimic your yes. hands. Just like apes, you know. <laughs> Monkeys? Monkeys, yes. Chimps? Chimps. Oh. And they would, wouldn't watch, you know, to the score. It would be easier for them just to follow their fingers mm -hmm. on the keyboard. And then suddenly realized, oh, it's just like computer. Mm -hmm. You also have to press a key, and then he liked it actually a lot. Because he likes computer. Yes. Uh -huh. So what was your solution with them? 
Well, how did you manage 15 first graders to play in a Christmas concert in front of their kids after maybe 16, 15 weeks of training only? Well, we did actually pretty good because you know what I found out while working with them, that these little kids, we are very observing absorbing all the new information and know we learn very fast actually and one of them actually I suggested for his mother to take to a musical school and she did and he was accepted to study to learn to play cello and I just recently you know found out through the social media that he became a professional musician mm-hmm. and he lives now I think in Cyprus really yes and he per- performs sometimes, you know, with one colleague from our school, Eugenius. Cyprus is um, an island in the yes. Mediterranean. So I guess, you know, my understanding about his talent was, you know, real. And I'm glad that, you know, he chose that way. Uh-huh. But you don't have good memories about your principal. Right. Well, yeah. Uh, she, she, um, well, she didn't do anything bad personally to me. Yes. I, I think, you know, she gave me a job when I really needed it and I really appreciated that. But? But, you know, being musician herself and knowing mm-hmm. what the horrible situation for musicians was in Lithuania at that time, she used us all, I think. Mm-hmm. Employed we, you without... Um, without social security? Mm-hmm. Yes. So now I don't have any benefits from those. I was teaching for her for three years. Three years? Three years, yes. So I guess when I will reach my senior age, I will be very sorry that I worked for her for those uh-huh. three years. You would get, you could get retirement uh, three years earlier. That's true. But um, now um, I will have to work. Three more years? Yes. You see, guys, sometimes musicians, when they become... Um, in a position to organize some kind of uh, school and employ other musicians, they abuse those musicians sure. which are below them. Because I remember one T-shirt that our our colleague in, in Lincoln back in the USA had, uh, and the sign on that T-shirt said, "You know, an employed musician will work for food," uh-huh. and that's so. True, actually. Maybe not necessarily abuse, but exploit musicians, exploit her uh, workers. True. Right. Wow. So we started talking about Diana's hands. <laughs> nice. All right, guys, please send us more of your questions, uh, and we will talk about your your questions and troubles in our podcast. And maybe we'll share some some of our experiences in a way to create a story out of that. All right. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen. This blog is supported by Total Organist, the most comprehensive organ training program online, where you will find courses for every area of organ playing, including technique, practice, sight reading, repertoire playing, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory and harmony with hundreds of scores and thousands of exercises. 
Here is what some of the students are saying. Hugh writes, the site reading course has helped me tremendously. Thank you very much for SS courses and all your help. Robert writes, I found the fingerings, registration ideas and general comments to be excellent. John writes, I have found your download very helpful. It was really excellent. I have watched some of your teaching videos and when I read your instructions. I try to imagine you are there teaching me. You may feel disappointed that I am two three days behind, but I am a slow learner and I have committed to taking the time to get it right as you say. But the other night my wife commented that she had never heard me play such a detailed melody in the left hand so well. My left hand is generally poor. Robert writes, It has been a great pleasure in my life of having discovered your courses and material as well as the YouTube work of recordings. You have a calm and pleasant way of teaching. Ron writes, Hi Vida thank you guys. What a wonderful response to my email note to you. You've got me right, and I feel you understand my level of playing. Yes, at home and lucky that I have an organ for that reason. I am paying attention to this, and I am going to try this haha no longer secret model. Yes, and I love Caesar Frank too. What is very nice about your blog podcast is that Osha and Vidas are like a Socratic dialogue, and by bouncing things off of each other, so much more information comes out and is expressed. Your comments contain a wealth of information and understanding. I really appreciate this. It is very inspiring and will keep us moving forward. Would you like to receive the same or even better results that our students are getting? If so, join them at organduo.lt slash total dash organist. And of course, you will get the first month free too. You can cancel anytime. Also, if you haven't yet subscribed to receive free updates of this blog, make sure you do that at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video, how to master any organ composition and 10-day organ playing mini course. This was Vidas and Osha from Secrets of Organ Playing. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen.